When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello. Um, this is Kathy. I am actually doing this on my own, which is a first for cinema to not have two people. And I don't know if it will be any good, but I needed to do it on my own because I just saw Beauty and the Beast. Um, it's February, so it's an early screening. Um, so I won't release this until the movie's out because I'm not allowed. Um, but I wanted to give my thoughts now while it was so fresh. Um, instead of going to see it again and doing a bit of a stale review. Um, so yeah, I'm at an ABC screening, which I've been at for the day through work. Um, and I'm not allowed to say anything about anything I saw because I signed all these non-disclosure agreements. So I won't give any specifics around the other stuff. But I did see pretty much, I think, the next two years worth of Marvel movies. I either saw clips from or storyboards of. And I also saw exclusive world first clips from the new Star Wars, which comes out this December. Um, So understandably, Dave is horrified that I got to see all this and he didn't get to see any of it. And I think quite devastated. (laughs) Um... But anyway, the peak for me was um, at the end when we got to see the one of the first screenings of Beauty and the Beast. So cue the trailer now. My dear Belle, you're so ahead of your time. This is a small village. You are the most gorgeous thing I've ever seen. Nobody deserves you. And it's small-minded as well. But small also means safe. I've come for my father. He's a thief. Come into the light. I will escape, I promise. Look, a girl. Who said that? Hello. You can talk. Well, of course. It's all he ever does. How lovely to make your acquaintance. Want to see me do a trick? What happens when the last petal falls? The Nastel remains a beast forever. And we become antiques. What did you do to it? Nothing. Get out of here. Go! And my first reaction, I'm doing this 
in the BFI, so I'm getting a few funny looks from people um, on South Bank, but I'm not making any eye contact. Um, and my first reaction was just one of total joy when the movie came on. Pretty much from start to finish, I loved it. Um, obviously, the original was hugely popular, and I loved it as a child. I had a Barbie of Belle with her gold dress. I've always loved the music, and it's one that I hadn't seen, haven't seen in a couple of years, but I did watch it about five years ago. And kind of fell in love with it all over again. Obviously, there was always kind of looking back at it as a grown-up. It was kind of strange to watch it, a movie about a prisoner falling in love with her captor. But somehow the cartoon had made that charming. However, I was wondering how they would address that in a live-action adaptation. I know they did Cinderella a couple of years ago. I, I actually never went to see it because I just wasn't interested. I had heard it was a frame-by-frame remake what was always enchanting about Cinderella was the animation so I wasn't particularly interested really in the plot or to see it in live action and it didn't get great reviews so I'm just glad I never saw it but with this one I had really really high expectations similar I guess to how I did with the Jungle Book because when I saw the Jungle Book and realised how incredible it was I felt like Disney are really on the right track with this stuff so I was interested to see how they could have adapted Beauty and the Beast for a modern world where women are expected to be empowered and interesting. And they cast Emma Watson, who is obviously a very intelligent and articulate woman and who I haven't really seen outside of the Harry Potter franchise where she was always a bit... She was good as Hermione, but never quite captivating for me. And then I saw her in... I can't remember what the movie's called. It has the t- word wallflower in the title... How to be a wallflower, maybe? Um, anyway, she was good in that. She was okay. Um, so I was a bit wary of, of her as a lead, though I understood it as casting because she's a huge name from the Harry Potter franchise. And actually, I think she really delivered. Um, she's a little bit prep school, the way she speaks, but she's playing a bookish intellectual character and she very much comes across as that. And she's a really, really good singer. Um, and pretty much the opening scene is the village scene with her singing there must be more to this provincial life and it's just phenomenal the set design the costumes she's a really good singer the whole thing just blew my mind it was actually I would say better than the animation Um, that opening sequence is just phenomenal but before that they did a little prequel to the beast and how he became the beast and it was done really well how he was cursed though it did feel a little bit harsh that because he refused a woman shelter which is terrible that his entire staff was cursed as well but like it was a bit harsh anyway we see the sequence of Belle it's essentially scene by scene the cartoon so I'm not doing a spoiler alert because if you have not seen the cartoon or the live action movie then you probably have no business listening to this um, so yeah and then the introduction of of Gaston he was just incredible um, he's probably the best casting in the movie He's an incredible singer. He's the Welsh actor who plays Dracula. His name escapes me at the moment. Um, I can look at IMDb because I've got my phone in front of me. But yeah, he's incredible and he's a phenomenal singer, I would say. Probably very trained from a young age. Um, Oh, here we go. Luke Evans, Welsh actor. Phenomenal. So he really stole the show as Gaston. He was so funny. He's probably the best baddie I've seen ever on screen or top five baddies. He's so funny and horrible and terrible and charming and gorgeous all at the same time. So he was just phenomenal casting. Um, 
And before the movie started, actually, I got to see a talk with the producer and he spoke about the casting process. And like, very early on, they wanted Emma Watson, but she was signed up for La La Land, interestingly. And then she chose this project. And initially, The Beast was going to be played by Ryan Gosling, who then turned it down for La La Land. So that was interesting. So Dan Stevens eventually became The Beast. And he is an English actor who was in Downton Abbey. He's also in a new Fox show, Legion, which I watched last week, which is a pretty interesting show. Um, so it was an interesting role for him. And then Ewan McGregor was Lumiere, Stanley Tucci was in it, Emma Thompson plays Mrs. Potts, and she was really good, but I prefer Angela Lansbury and thought she should have been in it again. And Josh Gad, who is Olaf the Snowman, is very funny as Olaf's companion. And the other really good casting was Kevin Klein, who was her father. He was really inspired casting, I thought. Um... So anyway, I'm struggling now to kind of think of points about the movie because I've no one else with me who saw it. I had asked some of my co-workers who came to do the cinema, but they weren't interested. Um, so yeah, it was just beautiful. And what they, I think, and I need someone to correct me on this, they had added in some extra stuff that wasn't in the movie, though the cartoon, it's been a while since I saw the cartoon. They had an extra scene where the, they tried to talk about the backstory a bit more of Belle's life and her mother which was never really addressed in the cartoon. So we learned that Belle's mother died of the plague in Paris and that's why her father had taken her to this small town to get her away from the plague. And that was really moving. And we found that out through the beast um, transposing her with this magic that he had, which was a really lovely scene between them. And also, early on in the movie, following the cartoon, Belle tries to escape and there's all these wolves outside that attack her and the beast rescues her. And then in turn, she rescues the beast and brings him back to the castle and nurses him. And that's when their relationship became really sweet. And it was interesting because it felt more consensual, like she wanted to go back to the castle with him. And that's when she discovers his library. And we learn early on in the movie, she loves reading. And there's only like seven books in her town and pretty much everyone's illiterate and everyone's horrified at a woman reading. So this library becomes this this huge joy to her and then we learn the beast is very literary and he's read a lot as well so they're really bonding over their love of reading it's so romantic i just thought it was beautiful and then meanwhile her father has been captured by gaston who also has his fabulous scene where he sings no one fights like gaston and i just was so happy i think it was just the happiest moment of the movie for me because i love that song and he was so funny um and anyway, yeah, it may, look, it mirrors the cartoon in terms of plot, but it feels more grown up. Like we learn, you know, Belle isn't actually that young in this movie. I'm not sure what age Emma Watson is, is but she's at least in her mid-twenties. Um, and she's very beautiful, but she's, you know, a pretty normal looking woman. She, She's playing this really interesting girl. They've, they don't mention her age, but I mean, I assume she's supposed to be in her mid-twenties. They hint at her actually being an inventor, like her father. So she invents kind of an old, uh, a, a, a variant of a washing machine with a barrel that she use, pulls along in the water and makes it foamy. She helps her dad with his clocks. So she's really intelligent and really feisty. And ultimately, she does make a decision to go back to the beast. And it's really beautiful. I cried. <laughs> Everyone loved it. It got such a round of applause at the end. Um, and there were two new songs as well as all the favourite originals that had been all Oscar nominated back in the day there was a really lovely song called A Day in the Sun where all the main characters in the castle dream about being human again and then there was another song 
I've forgotten the name of it, but the beast sings it after she leaves and he's really devastated and it was so beautiful. The best singing in it was definitely by Gaston. He was a phenomenal singer. But Emma Watson is a really good singer as well. It blew my mind. I thought she was really, really good. It's interesting that she was cast for La La Land because I think, albeit she's a much better singer than Emma Stone, I don't think she would have been right for La La Land. I just can't picture her with an American accent. I know that sounds silly, but I just can't picture her being American and being a waitress and being an actress wannabe. It doesn't feel like her. Belle feels like her bookish, studious inventor. So, yeah, I think she made the right decision. She's also the star of this movie, whereas if she'd been in La La Land, it would have been a co-starring role. Um, It was pretty phenomenal for her to lead this movie. This is the first time she's ever been the big star of a movie like that. And it's going to be humongous. It's going to be a global phenomenon. And it's so deserving of the praise it's going to get. I can only but assume it's going to get very good reviews. I I really can't flaw it. I mean, fundamentally, the plot of a beast kidnapping a girl and holding her captive is very, very disturbing. But they manage to tell it in a non-disturbing way. And they very much make it her choice that she's there and her consent. And he apologizes for, for what he did to her. And they both thank each other for saving each other's lives. And the ballroom sequence with tale as old as time and her in the golden dress is just phenomenal I mean how much money they must have spent on this movie and Ewan McGregor as Lumiere singing Be Our Guest was just amazing um, and I know some of my reactions are probably like nostalgia and happiness from childhood of watch, remembering how beautiful it was and how much I loved it but I honestly think it can stand on its own two feet as a movie as well um, I think if you had never seen the cartoon you would be just as enchanted by this and I think it almost outdoes the cartoon like if I had children, I would probably want them to watch the live action more than the cartoon. Though maybe I need to watch the cartoon again to remind myself. I mean, this is certainly longer than the cartoon, but they added more stuff in. Um, and each of the characters had a really nice moment at the end when the last rose falls and we think all is doomed. And for example, Lumiere becomes just a, a candle. He's not himself anymore. And the clock face dies. They each have a really sad moment where they die, including Mrs. Potts and her son Chip. And then when they come back to life, because the curse is lifted, they each have a really nice moment when they wake up, and it felt like they were very well-developed characters, much more so than the cartoon. Um, So yeah, it's a really phenomenal cast, amazing production, beautiful music, and absolute standout is Luke Evans as Gaston. Um, I think, I mean, if they gave Best Supporting Actor nominations for these kind of movies, he should be getting it. He was just out of this world he's incredible yeah so that's all I have to say bit of a fan fest sorry it's just me so it's a little boring <laughs> um, but yeah I'm sure I've loads more to say but I can't think of it but I highly highly recommend this movie for all ages it's a little bit scary at a certain point I thought oh this certainly wouldn't do for very young kids I imagine it will have a PG certificate though I haven't seen it um, but it's a real family film but also I was in a room full of adults and people were like clapping and singing along and you know it was just really cool so yeah um Prefer to be 